Remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remember that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to Ruthette. I've been meaning to listen to Ruthette. Why don't you come over and talk about it? where we go through albums that we haven't listened to and use it as a conduit to learn about each other and other guests. So A podcast you've been meaning to listen to yeah, yeah, about yeah. songs we have also been meaning to listen to. It's been on your list for a while. Yeah. Like, there's um, Cereal. You know, there's Cereal that's on the top of your list. Everyone loves Cereal. Uh, have you listened to Cereal ever? No. <laughs> no? Do you know what it is? Like, do you yes, know the general? I know yeah, the general yeah. Concept. Um, I think you've talked to me about it before. Yeah. Uh, Adnan, you know, he's pretty cool. What? <laughs> he's the guy in jail that oh. they interview. His name's Adnan. Okay. Like, have you ever, like, uh, been to an Indian restaurant and uh, they charge you extra for, like, the bread? And, like, it's like they add non. Anyway, um, I've been meaning to listen to I've that. I've been meaning to listen to that. Wait, we gotta say it together. I've, I've been, been meaning, meaning to listen to, listen to, that. to that. Okay, um, so, uh, let's talk, let's, uh, just, like, um, uh, let's talk, let's just, um, you know, we're, we're new to the audience. We're, like, uh, we're just, like, young babes in the woods, uh, for your ears we're, we're young babes in the woods for your ears the listener and so you don't really know a lot about us so um so we're we're just gonna like kind of talk about ourselves a little bit because we're super narcissistic and we love ourselves um i look at something the... about myself is i don't like it when people say narcissism to why self-centered because it's like really um it vilifies like narcissistic personality disorder because that's an actual thing. Maybe and people can't control that about themselves, and it's not inherently abusive or like awful. Hmm. Well, anyways, I look. In, anyway, it, downer uh, notes. Sorry. I I, I, I um I, I look I look at myself in the mirror to check out my form every for like a couple hours a day. That makes I, you self-centered or like. Um, egotistical my um my bathroom is all mirrors there are no like tiles on the floor it's all just a mirror god damn it why does matthew have to like reference all of these like stand-up things all the time because like now i think of like um bo burnham like uh he 
um, there's one thing where he says something about like uh, walking into a store where they only sell pictures of the same size. <laughs> oh wait, this store sells mirrors. <laughs> I love him so much, uh, Bo Burnham. We love you. Come on the show. Yeah. Um, His early stuff's kind of like just, uh, but like, but he's he got like, better. At the same time, he's sixteen. He's yeah. sixteen, and you know. I don't think we were as, like... I'm not really going to hold him to that high of a standard. Yeah, we were, like, you know... Um, and I assume, like, when we were his age, we weren't thinking that conscientious of, like... Uh, maybe you were, but, like, I wasn't. <laughs> like, I was kind of just, like, um, you know, just... I, I didn't really have a conscience about this type of thing. I was just kind of enjoying, like, whatever... I mean, me. you're always, like, growing and, like, becoming better. I would say that I had a conscience about that type of stuff mm-hmm. back then, but, like, I've gotten better since then. There were things that I wasn't aware of then that I am now, so. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's all you Such could do. Such is life. Um, so, uh, let's talk, um, I, you're not really much of a podcast listener, right? Uh, not really. I enjoy podcasts, but I just, um, cannot focus on them a mm. lot of times. Um, I have a very bad attention span recently, um, but like when I can listen to them, they're great. Like um, you showed me some uh, like a few weeks ago, like when we were preparing for this, mm-hmm. and like they were like really good. Yeah, uh, Punch Up the Jam is one of them. It's one of my favorite shows. Uh, Demi and Gigi Webe. Oh fudge! I feel bad. Like I like, I hear his name all the time, and like I like I just never like. I don't, my mouth doesn't have the muscle memory to like. <laughs> a DJ Webe. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, like Miel Breda, Br- Bredo or something. Uh, oh my <laughs> god! Butchered her name worse. <laughs> oh, I I love them both so much. Please come on the show. We love them. Um, yes. I I would love I love to meet Demi. Like, yeah. He's. I, I've loved Demi for a long time mm-hmm. because of Twitter. And, uh, yeah, I'm loving his other show, uh, Gilmore Guys, which is, I'm watching Gilmore Girls to listen to that podcast. Like, that's, like, I like, I, and I've grown to like Gilmore Girls, by the way, but it's because of that podcast, like, because of Demi, like, this is, like, kind of where Demi was, like, starting out, like, he wasn't even, like, doing comedy classes, and he was, like, you kind of, like, see him grow as, like, a, like, more confident in himself, but it's also, like, the co-host like Kevin T. Porter's show more so than his. Um, it's it's a good show too. Um, yeah, I I don't know if like it came across, but I love podcasts. I like listen to them all the time. I listen to them as I go to sleep. Um, just like anytime I'm, anytime I have the you know a quiet moment to like feel shame about my life, I turn on a podcast and. It makes things feel a little better. It, like, drowns it out with, like... Well, yeah, yeah. it's just... It, like, distracts you and stuff. Sure, absolutely. Like, like, legitimately, like, that, like, it's a... It, it helps a lot. That's the best thing sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is a podcast, and, um, yeah, it's not very funny. Pod talks. Pod. Podcast cast. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that. I I know. I feel that's like whenever our, there's just yeah. Awkward. I know that's our dynamic. Just yeah. like, have you ever seen uh Lord of the Flies? No. Oh, you didn't do it that time. See, what? you you surprise me every time. You surprise <laughs> me 
So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's the thing you do. Um, but we're not here to talk about podcasts. We're here to talk about um, the Abbey, Be- Road. Abbey Road by, by the, the Beatles. Beatles. That was good. Um, <laughs> yeah, and this is an album I haven't listened to ever. Um, have you listened to this album before? I hadn't listened to it all the way through, but I've heard quite a bit from it. Um, yeah. Like, enough to where, like, I was fairly familiar with it before. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, don't really go out of my way to listen to the Beatles very often, but, um, like, I've heard a lot of this stuff in other things, and, yeah. Um, and... What about you? What were your, uh, like, first impressions and pre- preconceived notions? That's the first one. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I kind of just, like, they're all... The Beatles are, like, this fixture in culture. Like, they're this... Like, Star Wars or, like, um, Monty Python or something like that. It's very... It's, like, something that, like, influ- influence like, music just in general so much. Um, that like they're almost in unavoidable in a sense. Like yeah. you, everyone's. I'm pretty sure everyone's heard a Beatles song at one point, whether they sought sought it out or not. Um, and, and you know, I but a lot of people have like this reverence for the Beatles that I don't like. But because I never really grew up with it, because it was never like an important like part of my life, like. My mother never saying like Lennon lullabies or anything like that. Um, I just kind of like it was like very much like take it or leave it. Like like this song, like a song like Here Comes the Sun. It's like very beautiful, but like um, so I just wanted to like come into this like with an open mind and like see see what they have to offer, see what all the hubbubaloo is all about. So that that's kind of my preconceived notions. I also like kind of know like the the, the impression like every comedian does of the Beatles kind of yeah. just like oh it's me Paul McCartney I'm walking over here to the egg store and then John Lennon's all like oh why don't you go eat a bunch of Legos you piece of garbage and then Ringo's all like drums <laughs> and then George Harrison's like Oh, nee. I'm George Harrison. You can... I, I like to sing about the sun. So, you know, you know the, the, the hacky bit every comedian does um, where they do a bad impression of the Beatles. So Every comedian. Every comedian. Like, truthfully, I don't know what George Harrison's, like, speaking voice sounds like. <laughs> like, I kind of... I kind of... I, I, the John Lennon and the Paul McCartney... But even, I kind of recognize, like, listening to this album, I kind of, like, felt as though, like, the, th- those impressions of him are, like, very, like, it's obvious, but, like, they're very exaggerated. And, yeah. like, you you can barely kind of tell they're, like, like the, I kind of expected, like, Octopus's Guard to be, I'd like to be <laughs> in an Octopus's Garden. Like, just, like, very, like, goofy and, like, absurd. I feel like... What that really says more than anything is that Americans don't know how to, like, fake British accents. Like, for shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's like, their accents are, like, actually kind of subtle, like, and, yeah. like, not really, like, the... I'm sure there's speaking voices well, in interviews. Well, and I think that, like, in music, too, like, that's, um... 
unless you're singing like country music a lot of times it is a little bit hard to tell except for like just little subtleties um like with uh adele for example you can't oh yeah, really, yeah yeah like tell that with her very much hmm. like she's just um has a very like uh Americanized voice when she's singing. And I don't know like if that is like a natural thing or if that's more that um like American music is so like widespread mm. that like it influences other like cultures and their music a little bit. Maybe. Other western cultures. But also like it's maybe that like we have such a the western culture is so like self-centered in a sense. Yeah. Of like if something kind of sounds we kind of think everything kind of sounds like us in a sense. Yeah. It could be that. Like, I don't know. I don't know, though, because Americans, like, do um, kind of notice every little difference and stuff, too, so. Maybe. Um, as community posits, not being racist is a new racism, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite show. Uh, Joel McHale, we love you. Come on the show. Please. Yeah. Yeah, like. Did you, like, did you have anything else to say about, like, your first impressions of, like, your, uh, kind of preconceived notions about the Beatles? Um, I don't really have a whole lot to say. They, like, are a huge staple in culture, and I've heard, like, a lot of the stuff. Like, I mentioned, I've heard probably more than half of that album before, mm. like, listening to the whole thing, and, um, it was kind of about what I was expecting it to be for the most part. Okay, two questions. Uh, first question, do you have a favorite song of the... It doesn't have to be from this album, by the way. It could just like your favorite Beatles song. Do you have one of those? Um, I really like Hey Jude. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. That's probably my favorite. Like, you know, part of it's because it's just really fun to sing, mm -hmm. I guess. Like, I always like a good um, sing-along song. Yeah. Um, what about you? Oh, man. Uh... I'd say Here Comes the Sun because it was in B-Movie, my favorite movie of all time. So. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, what's it called? Um, and my second question is, like, do you have a favorite member of the Beatles? I mean, not really. Not, yeah. I mean, based on, like, this album, and this is, like, the most, like, this is the full album I've heard. I feel I've, like your favorite is Ringo. I do like Ring. I have a soft spot for. I don't. I don't think he's my favorite, but I have a soft spot for Ringo, uh, because like he's like. He feels like the. Um, he feels like the kid that, uh, you know, you let on the team, your hockey team, even though he's not very talented, but you like. I think he's dying. So like yeah, they <laughs> they let him score the winning goal to make him feel good about himself. <laughs> That's mean. Um, well, it's like just a really like not as talented friend. Yeah, just like um, you know, but like, I, I I have a soft spot. Like I think like his. Everyone says he's like a bad drummer. I don't think he's a bad drummer at all. Like maybe it's because I don't really understand that type of thing. But like I I enjoy his drumming. Like I thought I thought it was all right. Um, yeah, like I mean they're music isn't very like drum intensive anyway like he doesn't have to be like the best drummer yeah. out there we're by the way we're ignorant like 
So if I mean I know things, but I don't. Know I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Drums. Like I'm ignorant. I'm <laughs> ignorant. And um, if you're like just holding your iPhone, like ste- stewing in anger, like how we're getting all this wrong, and like please write us. Send us hate mail. Send us hate mail. Send us love mail, as the Beatles once said. Ooh, you got to send us love mail. All you need is love mail. Ooh. So, yeah, like... Or love female. L- love female. Or love anything else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any person else. Yeah. Love female woman or love male man. Or love intersex. Or, yeah, yes, very much so. Um, thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, love intersex. And, um... Yeah, just please send us, like, uh, your thoughts uh, if we're getting anything wrong. We love being mansplained to. Um, so, let's face it, only men are listening to this. Although, if you're a woman, please date me. I need a date. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, uh, the fruit, by the way. I need dates. I like the dried up, shriveled like grocery store pears, right down the street. Or whatever whatever dates are. Um, anyways, uh, if you want to so man... basically, like... Bad raisins. Yes, bad raisins. If you want to mansplain to us why we're getting all this wrong, please send us an email at I've been meaning to listen to that at gmail.com. You know, nobody's going to tell us that we're wrong about like any of the music stuff. They're just going to like say that's not what a date is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just kinda like oh wow. Um yeah, so I don't know who my favorite member is. Um I guess it is Ringo because like I feel like he's the least offensive of all of them. <laughs> like truly, like um, John Lennon is like I, I've read a little bit of the background on this album and all all of it's like all about like how John and Paul like were mad at each other the entire time, and um, it's either George or it's either George or Ringo, honestly, like. I don't know. I don't know. Let, let's uh, let's just get into the album, I guess. Like, let's talk about that. Basically, you're just saying that it's not John Lennon or Paul McCartney. I don't know. <laughs> I just kind of like something about them kind of rubs me the wrong way. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, was... an album like about them fighting is. I mean, not that that's not... what it's about, but that like. Just how fraught it is with, like, just tension and, like... Yeah, there's a lot of tension. Yeah, I, I don't like... Like, maybe this is a bad album to, like, kind of enter the Beatles, uh, you know, discography. And, Probably. We like, should have is... chosen Yellow Submarine. That, it was between those two, I think. Oh, we <laughs> all live in a Yellow Submarine sandwich. I peed in this olive sandwich over here. That's why it's yellow. <laughs> Right? Oh, thank you! Validation through high five. Um, yeah, let's get through the out. Let's get through Abbey the Road album. was the Beatles' final album. Right. I did not like, even realize that. Um, Let It Be was recorded before this album, but it came afterwards. But it, but this was pretty much the last album. Huh. Which is like, um, yeah, um, Spoiler alert! Not my, not the best note to go off on, um, but yeah, 
Uh, let's talk about it. Let's uh, go kind of track by track uh, after this break. Da 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 da. Hey, it's me, Andrew. Remember from a little bit earlier? I've been doing pretty good. You know why I've been doing pretty good? Because of this new web series called Delivered. That's right, Delivered. That's right. Delivered. Delivered is a six-episode web series following Corey, a college student and delivery driver who's wandering aimlessly through his life. And, okay, so this is the crazy part, alright? Get this. It's got jokes. It's got goofs. It's got gags. It's even got a little bit of heart. Just a little bit. Like, not enough that it's, like, schmaltzy or anything. It's just got a little bit to, like... It's got, it's got a pumping, beating heart. It's really lovely. And uh, it stars Ryan Luzzo, Kimmy Schofield, Kadeem Fuller, and Danielle Monson. And it's, it, I, I've seen the show myself. I'm not just talking out of my butt here. It's impeccably directed by Nick Morse. And the music, which is also really incredible, is by CU artist Sonny Chor and his Push Soul Collective. I mean... There's, there's nothing more I could ask from this web series except maybe finding me long-lasting reciprocal love in my um, <laughs> in my life. But, you know, that's maybe a little too much to ask for a locally made web series. So, I don't know. But, you know, if I would say this would go from six stars to five stars if it was able to provide me that. But since that's a little unrealistic, I'd give it a five. So, um, yeah, you can find the show on Facebook and YouTube by searching Delivered Web Series. And by the time you hear this, at least the first three episodes will be available for your viewing pleasure. Episode 4 will be released September 25th, episode 5 on September 27th, and the finale on October 2nd. 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 I'm so sorry, John. John Murphy, the director who paid me to do this ad. <laughs> I feel really bad. Um, so check out Delivered, the web series, today. Or tomorrow, but preferably today. I really love you. Come and together. we're back. Come, come together. Right now. At Bobby I gotta say, like, um, Hey Jude is my favorite Beatles song probably overall, mm-hmm. but like, Come Together is definitely my favorite on this album. Oh, okay, let's talk about it. Um, what do you like about it? Like, I like the sound and like the general, like, message of like, mm. Coming together, being united, and stuff like that. Like, I think that that's always good. And, um, I just, I fucking love, um, like, the kind of seeming gibberish in this song, too. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I don't know. It's just ridiculous, and I don't know why I love it, but I do, so. Yeah. So, apparently, um... My note here is WTF is anyone talking about? (laughs) That's my note. Like, um, it... Like, um, apparently this is, like, a campaign song for 
Timothy Leary, who is like very... Well, it veered from that. Like, I don't think that that's really what that ended up being. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was my stomach. Um, yeah, like, Timothy Leary, like, I don't know, like, I don't really know anything about him other than he was, like, pro-psychedelics. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, he, he's got toe jam football, monkey finger, and he shoot Coca-Cola. <laughs> Uh, there's like a funny like I, I don't know like a funny Tumblr post or whatever like uh, so it's basically like he got monkey finger he shoot Coca-Cola blah 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 like got juju eyeball or whatever he's saying <laughs> and then the police like it's like a police sketch artist he's like what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, I wish I could uh, I might credit it in like the description of this uh, you know f- f- uh, of this podcast but whatever. Um, I I think it's very I I this is a fun fun song. Yeah. Um, the jam is. And just like the sound of it, and like this is probably one of their like most widely covered songs too. Really? And like it's um like always interesting to hear like the different iterations of it as well. Yeah. My favorite one is Pomplamoose. So go listen to that. Pomplamoose's cover of Come Together. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's technically well crafted. I think I feel like the chemistry of the instrumentations are great. Like yeah, they they and it doesn't like it's it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's like it's just long enough where like you're enjoying it. It's my stomach. Um, it's just long enough where you're like just enjoying it for what it is. Yeah. I I wrote in this in these notes like drums sound so crisp. Like, yeah, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about, about, like, the stereo sound is, like, really, really cool. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I, I'm, I, and, like, I talked about this yesterday with you privately, um, but, like, I like how, um, you know, some instruments are, like, in your left ear and some of them are in your right ear, and, like, the harmony, like, it makes it feel like you're, you're it's, like, a very atmospheric experience that, um... I feel like isn't as common nowadays yeah. in modern music. Yeah, you hear it every now and then, maybe, like, but like it's usually pretty obscure things. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I think that it's cool. That it feels like more like that. a sing like when they do do something like that. I said do do ha ha ha. I feel like maybe it. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You interrupted my do do <laughs> joke. <laughs> I feel like maybe. Um, the reason that that's not as common anymore is just kind of, like, shifting from, like, the experience that music used to be, like, to how it is today. Mm. Like, today, it's all, like, very digital. Like, you could go your entire life never seeing, like, a band live, but, like, being their number one band. Um, and, like, listening to, like, all of their music and, like, buying all their albums. Mm. Whereas, like, uh, back, back in the day... Um, you, like, really couldn't do that. Like, music wasn't as accessible. Like, you had to, like, go somewhere and, like, hear the music played. Like, you didn't really have recordings. And then, like, um, in the day of the Beatles, like, they did have recordings, but, like, I think that they were still trying to, um, kind of put you in the atmosphere as if you were there, like, seeing the band. Yeah, I, I really... It, it did feel like they were, like, like... It felt like a concert experience, like yeah, in a, in a way. Um, I think this this is a great this is a great track. I liked it a lot. Uh, I 
I remember just jamming to this in my car, uh, driving around. So, yeah, I think it's a great track. Uh, next up is Something. It's really something. Here's something. Here, here. I'm Jay Leno. Here's something. Jay Leno, get out of here. I'm going to attend to my cause. Okay, bye. He just left. Anyway, like, Something, I think, is... Um, I think it's good. I think that there's not really, like, a whole lot of um, depth to it or, like, extra stuff. It just kind of, like, is what it is. Um, yeah. It's, like, a, um, like, it's got a great sound to it. It's just, like, this nice little, like, love song and everything, but it's not really, like, um, like, it doesn't really go much further than that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I wrote down it's, like, vague but effective. Yeah. Like, well, It's kind of one of those things that you could take to, and, like, fit to any person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's just, Lowest um... Lowest common denominator. Yeah, exactly. It just kind of... I just, I, I just feel like this, the lyrics are just so vague and, like, not really... Like, again, they could be about anyone. It's, like... Yeah. It's not, it's, like... It's not specific to whoever George Harrison was, like, dating at the time. Yeah. Well, and actually, so much so that, like, looking at this, um, his, uh, like, wife, um, had, like, said that the song was written about him, and that, like, he had told what? her that. Like, uh, his wife had, like, at the time, I think that they weren't married, mm -hmm. but, um, she said that, um, like, he told her that he wrote it about her and then later on uh he denied that it was about her what <laughs> yeah that makes no sense um he said that he just wrote it it wasn't necessarily about anyone in particular it was just a thing what a... i hate this i hate i hate him he's my least but favorite like, it's Beatle that now. vague like... That, like she could take that to be about her and stuff because like love and all of that i but like he just wrote it. It's not, like, an actual, like... Like, no wonder it's so vague. Because, like, he didn't really necessarily have anyone in mind. I bet... I'm betting that, like, he's used this song for other girls. Like... <laughs> like, he's had, like, a high school girlfriend. Like, oh, I, wrote you, I wrote you a tune! And then it's this song. And then, like, he... You know, you know how, like, when you've had previous, like exes and stuff you kind of use the same moves for your future yeah. like well like here's the exact quote okay um since i've pulled this up great uh well no i didn't write it about her i just wrote it and then somebody put together a video and what they did was they went out and got some footage of me and patty paul and linda ringo and maureen it was at that time and uh john and yoko and they just made up a little video video to go with it so then everyone presumed I wrote it about Patty, but actually, <laughs> when I wrote it, I was thinking of Ray Charles. <laughs> what? Right? <laughs> I, I guess it's like, you're That's asking me- to unpack You're here. asking me if, your love, if my love can grow? I don't know. <laughs> my love for Ray Charles? It could grow. Like, I guess that makes more sense if it's like about Ray Charles than his wife, his like girlfriend slash- future wife or whatever yeah um but like 
if it if we're taking it at face value as a love song, I feel it's also not very effective either because it's like you're asking me if my love can grow. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like what is that? <laughs> what? That's so non-committal. Ugh, I don't like it. Um, and just Typical like men. But you know, at uh, also like uh, Frank Sinatra. I don't actually like harbor like feelings of bitterness towards men about like not committing and stuff <laughs> i just like saying typical men about negative yeah, yeah, yeah like that just um, putting that out there apparently it was hailed as the greatest love song by frank sinatra uh, who, oh yeah what, but like well what would he know he's a jerk yeah like frank sinatra was kind of scum he has uh, some good songs though hey get tired creep that's something he would like that's i don't know that's not confirmed that he said that but that was like a rumor that he said <laughs> like if he wanted someone to sit down hey hey get tired creep <laughs> just <laughs> to get people to sit down was he even a real person i don't know um just to be it. frank i don't know <laughs> i um, don't know can this like i don't I know um i but at the same time um part of me likes the song because you know who sometimes I felt that way of like, I can't, I like you, but I can't fully articulate what it is about you that I like. Um, I don't I, know if this is going anywhere. I don't know what I like about you, but I like you and we're here now. So sure. It's like a very, like just very realistic. It's realistic. It's present. It's in the moment. Um, yeah. So it's an all right song to me. Yeah. What do you think? You think it's I, a- I enjoy it a lot. Um, and I had heard it before and, like, really liked it. But, like, actually thinking about the lyrics and stuff, like, it is kind of infuriating <laughs> <laughs> as a love song. Like, mm. this isn't really a grand gesture. Yeah. So Maxwell's Silver Hammer is the next song. And this is, like, a Paul song. Like, this is, like, kind of Paul's magnum opus. <laughs> <laughs> like, um... I did not care for this one. You didn't personally. like, yeah. I kind of like it. I like it. Like, um, but apparently all the Beatles hate it. Like, <laughs> all the Beatles except Paul like hate this song so much. Like, um, I read on Wikipedia that like um John Lennon, um, you know he got like into like a car accident or something or or like he got injured, and like he was in the hospital, and then Paul asked like john to like hey you know when you're ready like you come into the studio like work on the song and then john's like oh i'd rather i don't want to walk on your granny music <laughs> like just like he called it granny here i'll pull up the um several of the quotes about like um this song um there's a lot to like about this song i i, I personally like it it's like i like how silly it is um i like the anvil like that that's pretty cool like how they like hit an anvil to like kind of get the onomatopoeic qualities to the song yeah i like the word onomatopoeia um the harmonies like are very pretty like the flourishes i feel make the song great yeah yeah i i can appreciate the song like for what it is but like Mm. i don't necessarily like it i respect it Okay, so here's some of the quotes that about, um, here's John Lennon about, that's Paul, I hate it, cause all I remember is the track, he must made us do it a hundred million times, 
He did everything to make it a single and it never was and it never could have been. But he could guitar licks on it and he had someone hitting iron pieces and we spent more money on that song than anything on the whole album, I think. Is this what he actually said? Yes. <laughs> um, George Harrison. Oh, everything about this band seems made up sometimes. Like, sometimes... I'll, I'll just do a regular voice now. Um, sometimes Paul, this is George Harrison, sometimes Paul would make us do these really fruity songs. I mean, my God, Maxwell's Silver Hammer was so fruity. After a while, we did a good job on it, but when Paul got an idea or an arrangement in his head, um, this is Ringo Star. the worst session ever was Maxwell's Silver Hammer. It was the worst track we ever had to record. It went on for fucking weeks. I thought it was mad. <laughs> that was Ringo, like the good boy of the group. Um, so given how much work they put into it, do, how do you think the payoff was? Um, not, not worth it. <laughs> like, yeah. And then, like, here's uh, Paul finally to wrap it up. Like, they got annoyed because Maxwell Silverhammer took three days re- to record. Big deal. What a jerk. I don't like him. I, I'm Just because of this song, I refuse to watch his carpool karaoke episode. I probably wasn't gonna watch it anyway. It's a twenty-three minute like carpool karaoke. Like that's I don't want to see that. Um, Not with that asshole. But like, um, <laughs> so the flourishes are pretty cool, and I appreciate how it's like avant-garde in a sense of like it's like. <laughs> Not what you'd kind of expect from the Beatles in terms of, like, lyrics and subject matter. It's, like, dark and, like... Yeah. I like the juxtaposition of, like, the light, fun beat with the, you know, darker lyrics. Yeah. Um, That's one thing that I can't appreciate about it. Yeah. It it reminded me of, like, um... I know these songs came afterwards, but it kind of reminded me of uh, Super Rich Kids, the Frank Ocean song. Like, too many bottles of this wine we can't pronounce. Just, like... It's like uh, it's like this dark herring tale of like privilege and stuff, but it's also like um, Frank Ocean like sings like the chorus and it's like very beautiful and it's like very dark and cinematic. Um, also like the song, all I wanna do is and I do ka-ching, and I take your money. Like it reminded me of I that, like song. that song. Yeah. Yeah, but like it's kind of like when I first heard this, I was like oh, and then I was like I listened to the lyrics, I was like well what. Um, but it's like, yeah, it kind of sneaks on you, like, how dark it is. Yeah. So, um, but not worth it. I feel like the Beatles, like, have a few of those where they do that. Like, they, um, are very deceptive in their style sometimes, because it's very, like, poppy and upbeat most of the time, but, like, then you have things like that where they're talking about just, like, really dark stuff. Yeah. But. I, I and um, this album kind of like made me realize like, um, kind of like Beyonce. I get like not really, but like <clears throat> how um, there is a lot of artistry that goes into these songs. Like, and I appreciate their range of like, you know, yeah. they're doing different types of things. And like, I I do think they're more than just like the singles they kind of put out, and everyone knows. Well, like I don't think that this was necessarily their best album. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that would be necessarily, yeah. but like, I think that um, that is like something that is to be said for it is its range. Like, um, you have a song like that that's upbeat but like dark, um, and then uh, there are songs that are just like very intense. Uh, there's like a fucking medley on there. 
Like, here comes Ugh. the sun. Yeah. Like, it's pretty all over the place. We'll get to the medley. Like, <laughs> ugh. <laughs> um, the next song is Oh Darling. Which One of my favorites. I like I like this song a lot. Yeah. Um, it sounds like a wedding song, like something to, like, it's dance to. It's a lot, to. like, I like it better as a love song than, like, something. Yeah, 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 I kind of, although it, like, again, listening to it, like, kind of, like, more intensely, it's kind of, like, I don't know if it's a good love song. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, here, I'll pull up licks, just, like, um. Oh, darling, please believe me. No, no, that part's okay. <laughs> that like, part's fine. But um, then... I'll never make it alone. Believe me when I beg you, don't ever leave me alone. Like. But, like, um. When you told me you didn't need me anymore, well, I knew I nearly broke down and cried. Well, basically, like, he's just being a crybaby. When I told <laughs> you, you didn't need me anymore. Like, just like. Well, because, like, begging, like, don't ever leave me alone. And then, like, I nearly broke down and cried. Yeah, like, just like, it's I nearly emotional fell down. blackmail. It's so fucking dramatic. And yeah, it is emotional blackmail. A little bit. I like, like the sound of it a lot. Oh, I love his vocal performance during that part, especially. Like, it's very. Yeah. I thought it was really, really impressive. Um, kind of, yeah. It's, uh, it would be a great wedding song if, like, um, you know, just like to hold your spouse uh, as you're dancing on the dance floor or whatever. The oh, darling part is really Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Darling. Then just, like, <laughs> you're, you're dancing and then you're, like, whispering in your ear the, the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you leave me, I'm gonna, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um, that is emotional blackmailing. Yeah, he's a so lot. It's not necessarily a better love song, I guess. Yeah. I just like the sound of it more, I guess. I like the sound a lot. It's a lot of fun. Um, I li- yeah, I like the harmony. Like the harmonies, like throughout the album, are great. I think. Yeah, I agree. Next up is Octopus's Garden. What do you think of that? What do you think of that? <laughs> Um, <clears throat> part of it's pretty endearing, actually. Like, yeah, I it kind of grew on me. Like after you had mentioned that, I was just like, okay, I'll listen to it again. Um, and like, it's not that bad. It's definitely like not the high point of the album, mm-hmm. but um, like it's better than Maxwell's story. <laughs> well, what were you? What was your impression of it before I kind of like talked about it? I it was really just kind of cuz like I'm not a huge fan of like the sound of it like at face value. Mm. And um that's one that I hadn't necessarily heard before listening to it, so I'd probably heard it like twice before like we had had that conversation. Mm. And then like listening to it again, like I I don't know, you saying that you liked it kind of made me like listen to it like more seriously and I was just like, okay, like maybe. But like I don't know, when you have, like, really great songs on this album that, um, have, like, critical acclaim, and then you have, like, Octopus's Garden. It's Um, just... He's not the strongest vocalist. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not, like, as bad as, as I was, like, kind of led to believe it would be. Like, he's, he's competent. Like... Yeah. I think he's competent. The song is fun, in my opinion. It's cute. It's cute. It's fun. The bubbling, like the... Yeah, I think it's corny. Like, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was... I kind of like it, though. <laughs> I don't know. It, like, I'd like to be under the sea. 
under the sea. I, I kind of like expected him to go into the Disney song um, for some reason. Um, but the way the other Beatles were like kind of harmonizing with it, like uh, kind of like it made me feel good. It, it, it was like really, it felt like, you know, they were like supporting him and like this, <laughs> the silly song like Ringo wanted to make. Like there's like this family guy. <laughs> Like this you bit. really just have, like, this picture of them, like, Ringo's, like, this little kid, and they're just like, okay, I guess we'll do, like, your song, and, There's stuff, like, and this like, fam- they support him. I, I'm not a big Family Guy fan, but I, I remember this really funny joke that they did of, like, the Beatles are like, oh, look, Ringo drew this picture, let's put it on the fridge, wow, just, like, <laughs> <laughs> just coddling him. <laughs> That's so fun. That's very funny. Like, um, but yeah, just like it felt like they were being very supportive of him, and like, uh, like, and the flourishes made the song like really good, um, and that's what I thought at least. So, <clears throat> what's next? I want you. She's so heavy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I read a little. What do you What do you think of it? I like it. You like it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the end, like, I will agree with, like, what you said before. It is annoying, but it just cuts off. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, in general, like, I like it. There's, like, just a lot of tension. It's, like, um, it's different than, like, a lot of um, stuff on the album and a lot of their general style. Mm. Well, the It's thing- very, like, bluesy, I guess. The thing I... Yeah, again, it, like, the range really comes through. Yeah. Um, well, the thing I read about it um, was... Basically, my opinion on it was um, it starts off pretty cool, and then it gets boring, and then it, like, builds so much that you start to enjoy it, and then it stops. Yeah, I guess I can see that. Um, but, like, I kind of read a little bit about it, like, and the intention about it, and it's about Yoko, apparently. Um, it's a Lennon song and it's about Yoko and it's kind of about obsession and like kind of like um, how <clears throat> and like uh, like she's so heavy is kind of like talking about like how um, she's heavy on my mind basically and like how it just like builds like and how it like gets more and more intense it's kind of like how obsession works I, I think that's what they're trying to do and how simple and repetitive the lyrics were yeah. I think that's what they were trying to go for and how it just stops, like that like kinda takes you out of it, like like it jars you a bit. Which like as a the- as a concept and as a theory is pretty cool, but still like not my favorite song on this. Well and I think like how would they have ended that song if they like ended it at a logical point? I am Iron Man. I got a cool thing that comes out of my arm. The end. <laughs> what if they just ended? <laughs> what if they? What if they just played it regular and then like the end? <laughs> <just comes>. The end. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of like um. Yeah, those are my thoughts on that song, I guess. Um, let's take a little break. Yeah. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Here comes the song. Hey, stop. Uh, sorry. I 
played the song on accident. I'm sorry. Um, hello. Um, we're back. We're here to talk about the Beatles. <laughs> people are... <laughs> I just worry about, like, the people who are going to be mad at this episode. <laughs> like, who love the Beatles and it was their childhood. Or, like, they just, like, you know. Uh, but uh, that's the point of the podcast is just, like, to... You know, to express our once again, I, opinions about the music you love. Once again, I I I, can't, I really I wanted to come in with an open mind. I didn't want to just like on purpose like crap on the Beatles. Um, but you, although you know what Beatle likes to be crapped on, the Dung Beetle. <laughs> You're the worst. I just thought of that. <laughs> You're too proud of that. It's t- it's it's past midnight like we've been recording it's tomorrow now we've been recording um we've been recording for almost three hours like at this point like it's pretty crazy um let's talk like let's go to the b side of this album um well first of all i kind of want to bring up the point of uh i want you kind of like just cutting out and then going into here comes the sun i thought is really good oh i guess if like if you like think about um, like vinyl and like B sides and stuff, that actually might make sense. Yeah, but like, like I but the way um, you know the streaming service, it just like kind of went into it. Yeah. But I like I like how it's it just went into it. Not the way it was intended it. to be listened to, I guess. Let's uh, talk about "Here Comes the Sun," and it's the song from B movie. "Here Comes the Sun" is just an objectively like great song mm-hmm. like just it's i don't know it's perfect for like an end scene of something like where uh everything turned out okay in the end uh can you um can you just like sing a little bit of like here comes the sun i'll like do something here comes the sun. According to all known laws of aviation, there's no way a bee should be able to fly. Keep going. Here comes the Its sun. wings are too small to get its fat little body off the ground. It's okay. The bee, however, flies anyways. I said because it's okay. beer, Because bees <laughs> don't care what humans think is impossible. Here comes the sun. Doo-doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it goes Here perfectly together. Here comes the sun. <laughs> um, hi, Bo! What a beast map hive I feel like when I sing this song, I end up in just like an endless loop. Like, not um, even singing the verses, just here comes the sun. So this is a George song. Harrison, like, at least, like, he's kind of like the main vocalist. I, I will say, like, when I say this is a George Harrison, this is a blah, blah, blah. It's all of them, but, like, George Harrison is the main vocalist on this one. Yeah. Um, I like his, written by him. I like his voice in this, like, a lot. Like Yeah. And I love the strings at the very beginning. I kind of wish it carried through. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love the cello at the beginning. I like the theremin. The See, all those people who want to be like the good old days and stuff like that about like just being like music elitists and talking about like the complexity of like old school lyrics versus like how simple these like young like people are walk it like, then I talk it uh, walk it then I talk it but like sun 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 here it comes and they repeat the they, they repeat most of the lyrics in the goddamn medley <laughs> 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 they do the goddamn medley 
the gosh. I don't hate. Medley. I don't hate the medley that much. I, I like a lot of it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's undeniable. This song is undeniably beautiful, and like yeah. it, it deserves to be as big as it is. Um, yeah, it's just like again, I've heard it so many times. It's like in every the mosque. song feels like sunshine. Like it. Yeah. I don't know. It just uh, is very aptly named and written this is like maxwell silverhammer was like very um like contrasting and like themes and sounds whereas this one is like spot on like yeah it's just very feels like a beam of like sunlight just hit me right on the face it's very just ow <laughs> sun ouchie it's just a, like the sun slapping you like it's like when it's really sunny out and like your pet like naps and like the sunbeam and stuff it's like that kind of feeling yeah uh, it's very yeah you're right it's very pure like yeah <clears throat> that's it's, a it's more just simple a, way of putting it's, it it's guess. a small it's a small cinnamon bean too good for the world yes the song it's um small <laughs> small um tiny snick or whatever <laughs> yeah that's it's a good song i like it a lot um but i don't think it's on on my well, it is. It probably is on my top lit, top three of this album, but it's probably third, you know, because I've heard it so many times. Um, okay, uh, because that's the ne- name of the next song. I was, yes. I was, I was, <laughs> it's not third on my next. Uh, it's not third favorite on my album because blah blah blah. I was just transitioning into the next song. It's called because. Because it's really just okay. It's okay. Um, apparently it's inspired by Yoko playing the Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata and, um, you know, John Lennon was kind of listening to it. He was like, oh, what, what is this, honey? And then he kind of like, why don't you play it backwards, woman? And then she did that. And then she was like, I'm going to write a song that's mediocre. And then he wrote this song. <laughs> um, the harmonies are good. Harmonies are good. I like the harmonies. That's all. I, that's all I could really say about it. It's like it. a really forgettable song, too. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of. I couldn't. I could like. I my notes don't have the lyrics on it. I couldn't tell you what they were. Because the world is round, it turns me on. Because the world <gasps> is round. Because the wind is high. <laughs> Wait, it blows what? My mind. Because the wind is high. Love is old. Love is new. Love is all. Love is you. Because the sky is blue, it makes me cry. Because the sky is blue. That's all the lyrics. So I bet, like, flat earthers, like, make John Lennon flaccid. Because he's not... He's like, oh, the world is round. Uh, it makes me horny, baby. I feel like you should cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we get into the medley. We get. Uh, is there one or two medleys? I'm not quite sure, really. Mm, I think there's kind of two. There's kind of two, um... You never give me your money. Um, that's a kind of the first part of it. The harmonies are nice again, and I like the funny paper line. I think that's like kind of hashtag deep, and I like the funny. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. All good children go to heaven. Do you, do you think that do you think that um that line is about that kid who like died for like. 10 minutes and then came back to life and said I went to heaven mommy and then the mom and dad like got a book deal out of it anything else about that kid I think that 
yes, they traveled um, forward in time just for that and then traveled back to talk about it. Like, if that's true, then they're, like, truly, like, trendsetters. They're truly, like, visionaries in that sense. <laughs> like, I, I take all my criticism about the Beatles back. Like, they're my favorite band now. It's <laughs> a bold claim. Just kidding! Um, uh, I like how it morphs from, like, one part to another like the heart it starts with the harmonies you never give me your money and then it goes like run about that jazz lady and then it goes into one two three four five six seven all good dogs just go to heaven like it go i would like that line better yeah but uh yeah i do like how it kind of shifts styles a lot yeah uh, the next one is the Sun King. Ooh, here comes the Sun King. Here comes the Sun King. <laughs> it feels like that. It feels like they're... Here comes the Sun King. And then it just, like, adds that word, and it's so jarring, and it's like, yeah. freaks me out. Um, oh, and then they have um, stuff in Spanish, I think. Yeah, it's it's literally gibberish. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Like, they combine, like, a bunch of languages. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so it's not really... It doesn't mean anything. Um, I wrote down in my notes, medley should be songs we give a shit about. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, an artist will, like, kind of, like, put a medley together of, like, the hits. Or, like, you know, like, if the Beatles did, like, a medley of, like, Here Comes the Sun, Hey Jude, blah, 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 that'd be, like, a pleasant time. Um, but then, like, the Sun King? Mean Mr. Mustard? I do like Mean Mr. Mustard, to be honest. What is, what do you like about Mean Mr. Mustard? I don't know, I just like the sound. It's, like, very strange. It's apparently about, like, an old man who, like, puts, like, money in his rectum. I don't know. Like, that's what I read on Genius. Like, I could be wrong. <laughs> uh. Let's see here. Yeah, that's what it says. Uh, Polymer Pam? I like the sound of the song. I never analyzed the words. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, Polymer um, Pam? I don't know. I like the guitars in it. Polythene Pam? Polythene Pam. The guitars are good in it. So forgettable, you don't even know the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just my handwriting is that bad. <laughs> um, I can't even bring up muster the energy to talk about like each idea individually. I just feel it's so boring. Like the most of the medley is so boring, and it's like it's such a slog, and it's like overly complicated and not very memorable at all. Yeah. Yeah. Someone wrote a. Someone wrote the. Uh, some critic wrote something along the lines of like, you know, they're they're just complicated. They're not really good. <laughs> like yeah. Like I don't know any other. Uh, she came through the back door is about like apparently a guy who a lady who like snuck into their hotel room, and was like, oh look at me, I'm a lady. kind of stalker but there's nothing really interesting to that idea that they yeah. kind of expounded on 
it really that is kind of what the medley is. It's a bunch of different ideas, but like they don't really play any of it out. They don't tell you more of the story. Yeah. They don't like make a larger point. It's just kind of this thing happened, mm-hmm. like, and then this unrelated thing happened. Yeah. Like, imagine if someone like told you a story like like okay, so once upon a time there's this guy who put money in his rectum. And then this lady, she snuck into my hotel room and to like creep on me. Like what? Like you like get out my awful way to talk get out of my face. You're drunk. Like, <laughs> um, Golden Slummers was super clunky. Um, carry that weight's kind of fun, and that's like oh, you're gonna carry. It's like a Irish shanty or something. Yeah. That one's kind of fun like a, in the same way that, like, Octopus's Garden is. It's like a drinking song. Yeah. It sounds fun to, like... But it's even too short to be a drinking song. Yeah. Either. Like, uh, this this whole medley reminds me of, like, Drake's More Life, which is very similar in that it's just, like, a bunch of random ideas, like, barely tied together. Yeah. Uh, have you listened to that? Which one? Drake's More the... Life. No, I haven't. Are you a Drake fan? Are you, like, a Drake listener? listener not really yeah i don't like him I, I i yeah he's like he's like he hasn't to me he hasn't progressed in like forever so i don't know yeah i've never really been like a huge fan of his but i don't really like feel one way or the other yeah um the end it, uh... oh yeah all right, yeah, and then kind of just it goes into though the love you give is equal to the love. You make. It's a great summary of that song. <laughs> yeah, and then I don't know what do you think. Any thoughts on that medley in general? Like, right? It's really just kind of bland. It's bland. It's random, and that's why I was kind of disappointed to hear that this was their last album. I did not realize that. Again, like uh, "Let It Be" came afterwards, well, yeah. so like that's probably the last taste of the Beatles people got. Um, th- what do you think of the last line? The amount of love you give is equal to love the love you make. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It's like a it's, again, it's hashtag deep. <laughs> like it, it's it's um, like no shit, Sherlock. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, also like it, it, like, I. It's a nice sentiment, but it's also like, not always true either. Like that's not quite how the world works. You know. Yeah. It's really simplistic. And it's not, yeah, it's truly not how, like, life works. It's, like, if you love someone, then you're willing to, like, give more than you take. Yeah. Yeah, um, so the end is just kind of, like, I don't know, it's fine. Um, Pitchfork gave this album a 10 out of 10, which I don't think it deserved. No. No. Like, I, I feel like they did that because of nostalgia or like yeah, some and like, sort of because sentimentality it was like, about the Beatles. It was like the last thing they kind of made together. And it's like, if they go to end, they're going to end on a high note. Yeah. 
I don't care. Um, I, once again, I I do I do feel bad. Like I don't want to like on purpose just like crap on the Beatles, but it's part of it's like you know we're doing a podcast and it's supposed to be like I'm trying to be funny and you know just like trying to make this entertaining to listen to. Um, but also like at the end of the day, if you if this album means a lot to you if you really like it then i don't want to take that away from you like it's my yeah, opinion we're not here to shame anyone's music taste yeah unless you like to listen to papa john's music or kevin spacey's album or Ugh. taylor swift hey <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel that, like this is a safe space anymore <laughs> um yeah I'm like joking uh what do you think of uh that last d- ditty What's it called? Her Majesty. Her Majesty. What do you think of that? It's it's half of a night. It's like it's twenty five seconds. It just it, it, they couldn't even like dun dun like just like end the song on like the yeah, resolve the chord or whatever like. <sighs> not a great way to go out. Do not go gently into that good night. Or whatever Michael Caine said in that movie. I have the hiccups. It's like an actual poem. <laughs> yeah, like no, it's like but D- it Dylan up. Thomas. Like, yeah. <laughs> wait, Michael Caine didn't make that up. He didn't <laughs> improv that line. <laughs> that's why he ke- I feel like that's why he kept saying it over and over <laughs> was because he didn't, couldn't come up with anything else. Um, man, that would be an interesting improv to have, like. The rest of the D- do not go gently into that good by. night. Yeah, they were gonna take the movie in an entirely different direction, and then he said that, and they decided to just make that like the thing that they said over and over. Yes, and um, <laughs> I will go gently into that good night, and I have hamburgers, just like like bad improv. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I just. Now I'm just imagining Interstellar's, like, bad improv. <laughs> yes, and Matt Damon appears out of nowhere! Just... <laughs> oh, that would be great to see. I would pay to see that. Um, yeah, um, it, it's just, like, it's nothing. Like, that, that little, little... It's just, yeah. Like, I feel like, you know... I would get ex- if I heard it on vinyl or whatever. I would get excited about oh a hidden track like oh my gosh like I'd be I'm trying to imagine myself like put myself in like the whenever this was like released yeah like well there's so much that changes like over time and I think that that's part of the reason that like most people today like even though the Beatles have so much influence on society most people haven't listened to a Beatles album entire like the entire way through unless they're just like a huge fanatic or their family is. I, I I just feel like I would be so disappointed, like if this is like the last, like, kind of like just like oh boy a bonus track and that's just this. I'm like yeah, well that's why it's good that they released Let It Be later. Yeah, because that's like a really good note to go out on. That's sure probably one of their best. Songs. And by the way, uh, Let It Maybe I'm Amazed is a Paul McCartney song, so never mind. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. um, it's a good song, though. I liked it. Uh, it was at the end of the um, Lisa the Vegetarian episode of The Simpsons, which is one of my favorite episodes of that show. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so what rating would you give this um, album? So I th- Like, your final thoughts and then a rating. Yeah, I think that, like, 
it was an okay album. It, like, wasn't, um, my favorite in the world. Like, definitely, like, not necessarily my favorite Beatles album. Um, but it does have a lot of range, and, um, like, it does have some really good songs on it. It just kind of, like, drops off halfway through, um, and becomes, like, a mess of, like, what the fuck. Mm -hmm. Um, so all in all, I think I would rate this album probably, like, six or seven silver hammers. Oh, dang. That was the one I was gonna use. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. It's okay, it's okay. Um... Okay, well, um, yeah, I just, side A, uh, basically, um, from the first song to, uh, what's it called, uh, Heavy, like, um, I Want You, basically, I feel those are very solid songs, those are really, and also, uh, Here Comes the Sun, like, um, so from, you know, uh, Come Together to, uh, Here Comes the Sun is a great, great album, I feel, if, if it was just that, like, honestly, like... It'd be if a it, very short album, but it would still be satisfying. It would be, like, an EP. Like, yeah. a very satisfying, like, EP. And, like, would you rather be remembered for, like, you know, a short discography, but, like, you know, all of them being memorable? Or just, like, you know, just artistic... I appreciate, I appreciate the ambition that went into, like, doing a medley like this. Um, but... It just fell flat for me, and it was not very interesting and or memorable. Um, it felt half-assed and slapped together, um, kind of random. Um, and it, again, if like if there's like a deeper meaning that I'm missing or something, or if I'm just being if I'm doing being too glib or dismissive, please uh, send us hate mail. Please mansplain this to me. Um, but all in all, it's just like. I pre and I think this um, listening to this album has made me appreciate the artistry of the Beatles more. Of like they're more than just like you know their hits. They're more than like um, you know. Also like uh, I've learned to like their vocals a lot more. Um, the vocals in "Oh Darling" or um, you know "I Want You," she's so she's so heavy. Like those are like really strong vocals. Well, yeah, and those are kind of some of their underappreciated songs, I feel like, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, and I feel like, um, Come Together, like, the, um, the lyrics, like, definitely, like, could use some, uh, decoding in my, like, to fully appreciate, I, I see, I feel. Yeah. Uh, but I like that song a lot. I, I, I like how, it, I like how it sounds. Um, so... But all in all, like a pretty good album. Um, I would, I feel like some of it I would like just like put on every so often if I'm in a mood. But I don't think I'll be revisiting like the album front to back like anytime soon. So I'm, I'm gonna give it um, seven out of ten octopuses gardens. So yeah, that's that's it for yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. Um. Great. Uh, so now that we like uh, reviewed this uh, fantastic album that we both love so much, um, <laughs> how about we go into our um, our like putting new songs on the playlist? The I've been mean to listen to that parentheses. I've listened. Wait. And I did. Oh right, sorry. So the I've playlist. I've been mean to listen to that parenthetical, and I did. Great. Yeah, that's it. 
Um, so, uh, do you want to go first, or should I go first? Uh, I can go first this okay. time, since okay. you did last time. Um, so, my song, uh, for this time, um, is by a wah. By a wah! <laughs> <laughs> Just started playing music for my phone. Um. It's, we can't do it, it's copyright. <laughs> My song this time is by a uh, local artist, um, a friend of some friends of mine, um, who, like, I um, just kind of listened to for the first time the other day, and, like, I really thoroughly enjoyed um, pretty much everything that they have out there. Um, and so it is by CJ Run, and uh, the song is Spaghetti, and it's featuring Danielle... Elvira. I'm just gonna play it right now. Click. Keep going. <laughs> so I, uh, I don't know. I really um, enjoy the song. Like I really um, enjoy their style a lot, and um, it's uh, something kind of different. Um, and like I, I don't know. It's just it was thoroughly like. It's a really interesting sound. Um, it's kind of like got a little bit of um, alternative, a little bit like yeah. It's, it's definitely got like a um, variety of influences, and I really enjoyed it. I I, I too listened to this for the first time like yesterday. Um, like the the little EP they dropped. Uh, what, what's it called? Um, I haven't. Forget I, I'm, me not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are are they an Arrested Development fan? I don't know. Forget me not now now. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna cut that out. So they um, yeah, I've listened to their album like their little EP. I should probably stop calling it a little EP. That's like a little demeaning. <laughs> like I, but it's like it's like three songs. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I felt it was very confident, like for like especially for like a first like official outing like that like it's yeah. very confident like there were the, the hooks were there um the verses were like really again confident and clever um like a wide like and topics that aren't really kind of talked about in hip-hop like i thought it was really cool and um yeah i look forward to like listening to them in the future so and learning about their stuff yeah, I'm definitely going to be uh, watching out for stuff that they do in the future because, like, they uh, I could see them like really, really getting big. Yeah, watch out! <laughs> it's CJ Run. Ah! CJ Run. Yeah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, I got too excited for that. Um, <laughs> my uh, pick for the my pick is. Um, you make my dreams come true by Hall and Oates. Click. There's a seal in the studio. <laughs> um, no, um, kind of like going off the themes of this album, um, and like what it, what this kind of reminded me of. Um, and I'm not a huge Hall and Oates like head, but like this is this song I really really like a lot and. Yeah. It makes me feel it's so bouncy and happy, and it makes me like kind of it energizes me in a very specific way. And um, 
what's it called it's like uh their harmonies harmonies are very great like the um the oats the john oats harmonies are like very underrated um like his contribution to that group is like underrated in my opinion and uh I like how it just like morphs from like thing to thing and like the way it's sung is so joyful and like you make my dreams come true like kind of just like it's it's so fun I love it a lot um so that's my recommendation uh, I also enjoy that song a lot yeah yeah but I don't really have anything to add yeah uh okay great okay to kind of close off this uh segment uh and I haven't seen it yet. I have no idea what it says. So um, let's uh, let's open this thing up and kind of kind of give it a read. <clears throat> Here comes the, the yellow, yellow submarine. submarine. 